All right. So for this weekly roundup, we are going to chat a little bit about what we've been up to this week, what's coming up. And here with me today to talk a little bit about farmers markets is Chris Penta. Hey, Chris. Hello. Thanks hey, for Don. joining. How are you doing? Good, good. Yeah. It's been it's been a hot week. I don't normally. Yeah. Uh, I, that is an understatement. Yeah, I I don't I don't always love talking about the weather. I think it's kind of a lame way of getting started, but it's been really crazy. So yeah. Um, in fact, yesterday I know we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been up to in particular farmers markets, um, and I'll just. I'll mention yesterday, and uh, we're talking about the weather. I brought Radar with me, uh, my dog, uh, to the Windsor Farmers Market, and of course, it's out on a parking lot, completely exposed. I wasn't really even thinking about the heat and the the, the black pavement, oh. the black top. And I, as soon as we turned the corner and took a couple steps in, he was just like walking, like on eggshells. It was as if we were playing the floor is lava. And probably felt like lava. Oh, I can only imagine. So I quickly, we, we kind of scurried off to the side. We actually got into some shade under uh, a tent. One of the vendors had some shade and she was very, very friendly and she instantly knew what was going on. So that was, uh, that was really great. I didn't have to explain uh, dogs and hot ground (laughs) but i was able to i I felt a little bad but he was he seemed to do okay i I actually connected his leash to a a tree uh in the shade in the grass and uh quickly ran around and and did a little uh grocery shopping and whatnot so it worked okay okay. made it work would have been great if there was like a one source you know internet sensation that you could run to that had uh, prevalent details on all these like local um, events that are going on. I know that's kind of been our kind of some of what we've both been sharing about. Like, oh man, like I had to go to th- like three different sources to try and figure out what farmers markets are happening when. And you know, and it was like I was looking at Neon Bakery, I was looking at Pop's Famous Guac, and kind of comparing those lists. Uh, who both happened to be at Spruce Street in Manchester on Wednesday, which is the one I went to in the evening. Oh. But to your added benefit, with all the kind of rise in, you know, um, I don't know if it's necessarily a rise. I, I saw some articles um, from, like, my hometown, um, my home state, Boston, Mass., doing something in regards to, like, having more, um, uh, what is it? you could apply for more licenses to have dog accessibility at your outdoor areas um, for like breweries and restaurants like kind of across the board, but kind of off that note, if you knew like, Hey, Spruce street grass field, you know, you're good for your dog. Um, wherever you were on Thursday, it's going to be pavement either prepare or here's a, a easy route around it or something. That's I love that I love that idea and, and it actually kind of dovetails well it certainly dovetails with the live local guide which we're going to be um, starting to preview a little bit in the in the coming week uh, but I think it dovetails with the idea of including a listing of places that are that are pet friendly um, well 
dog friendly. I don't think people typically travel with their cats or or walk their cats. Yeah. But <laughs> but you know there are places right here, for example, in downtown Hartford that are dog friendly. You can take your dog inside. Um, it's not it's not awkward. It's not weird. Um, in fact, an, a few of the businesses even have milk bones and things behind the counter. Um, which is a little bit of a problem because we'll be walking by Capital Spirits on Pratt Street or Spiritus on Asylum, and Radar will like desperately beg to go into these places, um, revealing you know our alcoholic tendencies <laughs> going to these going to these establishments. But um, uh, joking aside, uh, it is pretty great. Um, he knows and he gets treats there, though, right? It, it, oh, absolutely. That is yeah. literally yeah. Uh, literally why he's so excited about it. Um, I mean, there is, like, find... There is a... What is it? The Find Fido or Bring Fido. Um, you know what? It's something Fido. Oh, I'm not familiar online. with this. Fido. Find Fido. What's... Oh, it is Bring Fido. Yeah, it's Bring, Bring Fido, Fido or Fido Finder. Um, it's apps and you know, in, in, in websites to that help you search uh, dog-friendly um, stores and restaurants and stuff near you. Um, it's not always up-to-date, though, and it's not always a full list. I think the yeah. list has expanded quite rapidly in the past couple of years, too, and it hasn't necessarily kept up with that, so... For something for more of like our local communities, something that is, you know, a little more up to date. It's a little more local. You're not going, you know, you're not trying to go across like is every Home Depot dog friendly, um, but something like I don't know if there's a way to include that in um, in your uh, local guide or yeah, just some way to kind of bring all that information together um yeah i, I love it well i think I, I, th I think the initial plan is just to tag different uh business profiles um and you know so you could you could filter on on those um that that are and you know probably do some some uh specific content around that um i've, I've mentioned this to uh Jack over at Planet Bark in West Hartford, where we use their their daycare uh, services, um, typically weekly. Get Raider right out of the apartment and you know hang around other dogs for a little while. And and I've mentioned this too with uh, Becky, who is the owner of Charlie's Traveling Treat Truck. Um, so there's a there, I think and I. I hadn't heard of Bring Fido, but when I've asked people about this that are in you know the the sort of dog pet um line of work and in one way shape or form um they they all seem to go oh that would be really great but no one's ever mentioned uh any of the resources that may exist out there so it seems like it's a a thing ripe for um for including so huh very cool well what you mentioned uh niam um uh, or Nom, Nom Nom, yes, Nom Nom. Nyam um, <laughs> Bakery, uh, Pops uh, Guac, Pops Famous Guac, and those are those are two places I've I've uh, 
Nam, I've been to once, and I've had a few things uh, courtesy of you. Um, absolutely delicious. Um, Pop's famous guac is on my short list. I think they're over. I think she operates out of uh, um, hands on, right? Hands over on, on, yeah. uh, on uh, well, 55 Bartholomew. Not operate. She, um, I guess it depends on your meaning of operate, but uh, she, she. That's where she's like cooking she, or the licensed or... kitchen. Yeah, yeah. That's where she's yeah. licensed to get that guac all together and I think maybe even some storage. Um, you know, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to speak to her specific um process because i don't know it perfectly um and i like it because i don't she's not storing guac you know because that doesn't keep as well hers keeps hers keeps significantly longer longer than most store-bought guacs Um, yes and she prides herself in that uh very much um a little Mm -hmm. at home trick kind of adjacent to this conversation keep at least one or maybe even two of the pits of your avocado and put that in with your guac and that'll help it keep naturally for longer. Um, you also then do like, I do the whole trick. I do a little bit of lime juice on top. I do the saran wrap over and push it down onto the guac, kind of flatten out that surface. Um, you try and bang the Tupperware or whatever you're keeping it in the container down to like, let all that air in those bubbles release. Cause it's the air coming in contact with the guac. That's oxidizing it and turning it brown. Right. So you like do all these things, pit, plastic wrap, cover it, and it's usually it's usually good. And I mean, sometimes you have to scrape off that level, but it doesn't permeate as much. Um, I don't know what I know. I never find pits in any of her guac, and I think because I, I see her work in a lot of farmers markets. Um, if I oh, that was a little ding. Um, oh. I don't know if the speakers caught that up. I had my musical of... accompaniment. <laughs> yeah, let's find it. Ding! Um, <laughs> I had my bowls of uh, washed dark cherries and grapes. I was snacking Ooh. on over here, but I think she had something like six farmers markets she was hitting um, in a in a week, um, and not. And she was only doing four or five days of um, farmers markets. Um, but like, wow. yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty of the understanding that she makes them fresh for each farmer's market. Um, and I, to kind of backtrack a little bit, I know of her and of um, Neon Bakery, of Pop Famous Quacks and of Neon Bakery through the um, Reset Small Business Food, Small Food Business Incubator, which right. I know you're familiar with because I know you did the Accelerator program. I'm I was kind of under the assumption you did the incubator to start, but I might be incorrect there. What was your experience with Reset? I know we both kind of come from that background and can hold on to a lot of contacts that way. But, yeah, what do you got going on? Well, I, I, I they, what the heck did they call it? It was the, uh, the Impact Accelerator. That's the, 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 the program. In fact, um, my cohort, this was, uh, January of 2021 so we were still kind of in the midst of the COVID lockdown all that kind of stuff so everything was virtual um, which in retrospect was really unfortunate um, you know not getting the chance to actually uh, be together um, it made it really challenging um, but uh, in fact they no longer offer that program 
Um, and I think they're, they're really focused now on, on the food. Uh, they have a, a retail incubator. Um, so yeah, but number of people I've, I've gotten to know through, through the, the group, um, and through the organization. So it's, it's been, it's been good. So what, what do you have going on for this weekend? Anything, any good plans, anything that we should consider doing? Oh, um, this weekend. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Coming week, have, this I have, weekend. I have, any... I have plenty of stories from my trip Wednesday. Oh. Um, to see what is happening this weekend. Um, oh, so in my hometown of South Windsor, we do have a um, farmer's market happening uh, Saturday. Um, apparently, there's one going on in Ellington and also in Wallingford. Um I believe Nyan Bakery will be at the South Windsor one and Pop's Famous Guac will be at the Ellington and Wallingford ones. They're all mornings, so 9 to noon or 10 to 1. I think South Windsor is also 10 to 1. Um, Not sure if I'm going to make it there. I'm actually going to be doing a little bit of some some cookout. Uh, i got some friends coming down, so doing some grilling. Um, I can get into that because I I, I already have my menu kind of set and I'm getting stuff prepped today doing a bunch of gardening over the week to try and uh, make it look nice. Um, but then Sunday is the Coventry Hale Homestead Farmer's Market from 10 to 1. Um, oh, yeah. Nothing That's really planned for Sunday right now, so I want to – I don't know how far away that is, honestly, but uh, I'd probably – that would probably be a nice Sunday drive if the weather permits. Uh, I know we're supposed to be getting some I – mean, back to the weather. We're supposed to be getting some yeah. thunderstorm. Talk about this week. It was torrential downpour Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, at least at some part during the day, at least in South, the South Windsor area, uh, South Windsor, Manchester area. And then it was like 90 degrees Wednesday, 100, felt like 100 yesterday. And today is still pretty hot. I was lugging around a propane tank and mulch, dropping mulch off for a friend, trying to get stuff out of my garage and um, making room for, you know, we got, we're doing, we're going to be doing our bathroom soon. There's little grasp of the life story have all kind of oh coming about. But um, I hope to hit those. I'm going to definitely hit South Windsor next week, if not this week. Nice. Weekend. I, I the, the Coventry is fantastic. If, if you've not you've been, been it's, it's, it's not, oh, many times it's probably, it's, it's probably the most famous one, or if not the biggest one uh, in the state. It's a it's a fantastic space. The drive is is nice. Um, it's not too far, um, so I think you'll I think you'll find it uh, uh, reasonable. Nice dog friendly. It's it's very dog friendly. Uh, it is it's almost like a full contact sport. Um, some of these farmers markets, <laughs> they have. I think it's I think it starts at ten o'clock, right? So they they literally have this uh, this very strict rule of not vending before the start of the market so you have a lot of people showing up uh you know the 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 diehard fans um showing up uh you know to be there for 10 o'clock some people get there beforehand and literally will will wander the the field and scoping things out figuring out where they want to buy from who has what that day yeah and it's very much plan of the play yeah well, and often um, 
you know, because they they don't allow you to sell before 10 o'clock. And at 10 o'clock, uh, there is someone, um, you know, working the, the, the market that rings a bell at 10 o'clock. And that is the moment in which the vendors can start um, selling and people can start shopping. So it's, uh, it's, it's quite, it's quite funny. Maybe it's a cowbell and we need more cowbell. Uh, it, it's a, it's a really no good time, <laughs> but I, I had to say, even if the weather is, um, you know, questionable, those are the best days to go. Um, because uh, some of the, yes, crowd, the yes, especially yes. At, at, at some of these larger ones. Um, although I admittedly it's the crowds of people that sometimes make it enjoyable and it makes it yeah. feel a little more, uh, festive. Um, I was going to say, but... if you get anxiety from the community, go when it's <laughs> Exactly. Ask your doctor before prescribing to no, I'm I, it's, it's a really good time. I, I, I I know on, on this Sunday, uh, I'm going to definitely pop over. I have to double check that they're going to be there. Um, I'll, I'll put this in the, in the show notes to be sure. But, um, I, I have been, uh, not making it over to big up brew. Um, they started their, their coffee truck over at the, um, the square area that's been set up. What is it? That's not West end square. It's on, on Farmington in the West end of Hartford. Um, so I'm going to try to get over there to see them and um, Jermaine and his uh, his crew. And I know tomorrow I'm uh, going to be joining some friends on the Connecticut River. Uh, just do some Ooh. a little bit of a little boating. Um, a little water sports. Yes. So we uh, he keeps his, his boat uh, moored at uh, one of the marinas in uh, South Glastonbury. So should be should be a, a really good time um out on the water so i'm looking forward to it well i know we're just wrapping up and keeping these kind of light and quick for the end of the week but before we go chris is there anything else uh you want to share yeah <laughs> sorry i wanted to share about wednesday through street about all the fun oh, yeah. vendors we we i saw and i bought from i got i bought my, my wife game planned with me beforehand. She was like, what is your limit? And she was just hoping, she didn't tell me at this time, but she was like, I hope you don't say it's upwards of 150. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. I, that, I'm not, I, I do, I'm, I'm impulsive, yes. But I was like, I was like, I don't think, I was like, I'm hoping, to, I, I'm thinking I can spend under 40 bucks or hit four vendors. Like those were kind of, that was kind of my municipal limit was like either four vendors or 40 bucks. It wasn't really of a, whichever came first one. It was just kind of like finagling and whatnot. Um, get in and who's up front, maybe not front and center, but like pretty up front, my boy at Yam bakery, Cleon. Um, and he has the full spread going, uh, his loaves, his rolls, all the cocoa bread, um, a couple different oh. varieties. He has maybe like six or seven varieties that he does. Um, total, maybe day to day, it's more like two or three just to kind of keep up with the quality and the consistency of it. You got the classic. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, it's pretty. It's a pretty. Uh, it's it's a, it's like a Jamaican staple. It's a very cultural piece um, that is his 
is made, I know his is made with, I'm not familiar with like the overarching cultural as, uh, aspect of it, but I know his is made um, pretty much dairy free. Um, you got, he uses coconut oil, coconut milk, um, and I'm wondering if I'm missing a third coconut in there, um, but I know it's not gluten free. Uh, as of now, <laughs> working on some products with oat. He was just telling me this. He's working on some like oat-based products. I think it's more so in the cookie department. Um, he also oh. but to talk about the cookie department a little bit. He has these amazing large gooey cookies that are all vegan friendly. Um, again, with the coconut pieces um, or not pieces, but the coconut product, right? To kind of sub out for that dairy. Um, and I mean, he has like a spicy hot chocolate cookie. He's got a classic chocolate chip, which is amazing. I think my favorite, and I'm, I think it's, I think it's like a raisin craisin white chocolate chip, something, some mixture of that. That's one of my favorites. I don't know. I'm kind of a grandma when it comes to like chocolate chip oatmeal raisin cookies or something. Um, but he was like, so he's the first guy I see him like, oh, wow, this looks amazing. What caught my eye was the butter everything cocoa bread. He let it prove a little larger. So you have like this huge fluffy hamburger bun. And that was kind of what he was trying to sell it as. And it's got everything uh, topping on it. Um, but it still like tastes like that classic um, uh, cocoa bread roll. Sorry, that I could go on and on for days. As you know, I bring in <laughs> all the time. I bring products to my, I brought products to my family in Maryland um, because they were up here and I gave them a sneak peek and I was going down to visit them and they were like, oh, can you get us more of that cocoa bread? And some of them have like dietary issues and like the cocoa bread wasn't bothering them and their little kid liked the cocoa bread too. And there was like, there's like a veggie one that's one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, you got to try these things. Um, and so I made, I made four purchases um, and I'll try and run through them quickly. And then there was just yeah. like, quite a like a diverse um portfolio of vendors there um and i got to talking with a couple of them that i thought were really cool um but yeah cocoa bread was the first one i saw um the second one i saw which i'm shaking up right now what are you shaking the Ital juicery company okay stop right there i met her yesterday no and way. Okay. I got okay. We can compare because I haven't actually tried them yet. But I got Ooh. the cucumber she ginger. Cucumber. She loves the cucumber ginger. And yeah. which one's in, what's in your hand? I got the guava sea moss smoothie. Oh, I, I got the mango guava. pineapple. Oh, okay. that was pineapple. the other one that. Yeah, that's so, all okay, mango. So we got some other ones we can <gasps> kind of mix and match with. That was, I was like, fun. What is sea moss? I was like, what is sea moss? I don't know what sea moss is. And, uh, duh, it's seaweed or like some form of like ocean grass, right? Like no fucking, it's in the name. Um, no, but she was very polite in the explanation, right? Because she was like, okay, so you know how you take like super greens and you put them in your salads and stuff? Like this is a super green that just happens to grow in the ocean. They call it sea moss. I think the, I think the um, factoid she threw my way was that there's a like the human body consists of 102 nutrients or thrives off of 102 nutrients or something about 102 and like sea moss has like 92 of those nutrients in it it's like one of oh. those big time superfoods 
just to run down because I got this in front of me. Just to run down what we got yeah. here. Yeah. Um, 100% plant based, 70% juice, which is really good. Depend like if you go to if you go to get some ocean spray, just to like throw the brand, or, or if you go to go get your let's not like brand shame. If you go to go if you go to the grocery store and just grab a cranberry cocktail, that's not juice. If you grab a cranberry juice, best case scenario, it's 15% juice. There are right. some that you can get that are 100%. I think Juicy Juice does a decent job. Longer's is one of my favorites. There's a couple others, maybe an Apple and Eve. I don't know, you know, sponsor. Um, but this is locally made and sourced, and here we are, 100% plant-based, no preservatives, no additives, no synthetic dyes. My words are slurring together. No corn syrup, no high-fructose corn syrup not from concentrate, five times more flavor, nutrient-dense, loaded with antioxidants, just running down the list there. Um, It's quite tasty. It was a little pulpy, but it was very easy to get, like, an extra strain kind of run through it. Um, I don't know if that is taking the sea moss element out of it. I hope not. I'll have to double-check. But I'm sure it's, like, in there with the juice um, from the additives. That was great. Have you, You haven't tried yours yet, but you got... Those I, two, the cucumber ginger and the mango pineapple. Yeah. She had a Hawaiian punch lemonade going too. I was like, uh, I yeah, want to grab two things. Yeah, there was a strawberry lemonade too. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, I want to grab two things, but I'm just going to stick with the one. You know, try not be too impulsive. Make my wife happy. Um, love the guava. It's still got ginger in it. If you like spice without the heat, ginger is up there. Wasabi too. So like you're talking like a nice little sushi setup. Um, but like ginger and juice has such like a nice, like almost peppery spice without the heat or any of the real pepperiness. Cause it's not peppery, it's ginger, but, um, my wife and my wife loves it personally. She liked it more than me. Um, I think maybe Sipping that's why I got it. Like she's, she loves guava. And I was like, I love guava. <laughs> What's not to like? Although now all I can think of is sipping on gin, gin and juice. Oh, well. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. What are the other things I grabbed? I got... <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this cream. up. What else? Whoa. So it's... Let me see if I got this right. It's... They, they basically are making maple syrup, but then they cook it at a different heat for slightly longer, and they get it to kind of, like, caramelize into a creamier consistency. Really? It spreads. It spreads, like room temp butter like you ever had like room temp butter or margarine that's just ready to spread like yeah it's very much the same maybe even a little saucier um i might have gone against nature and put a little bit of this on a toasted uh butter everything cocoa bread um sweet and the savory salty Ooh. and it was intense and very satisfying i um, love it, was it delicious this is from wilkinson farm that are actually in columbia connecticut um, oh, but you know, and that was funny because that is the Spruce Street Manchester Farmers Market. You got these maple growers. They had everything maple, by the way. Their signature, I think, is the maple cotton candy. Um, they do have maple flavored tea bags that they don't make, but they supply. Um, and then they had everything you could think of: maple sugar, all the different types of maple syrups and sizes in containers. Excuse me. Um, and then um, that's the other one that I've already eaten that I have to, like, go on my phone to find the uh, piece of. It was a scone from 
wait for it, Standish Brook Farm in Colchester. They were from Colchester. For whatever reason, they can't get into the Colchester Farmer's Market. I do not know why. Didn't, you know, didn't really push on that. I was just like, oh, $5 scone. That looks amazing. I got the candied orange, pineapple, and ginger scones. Those are fantastic. Um, I liked them more than my wife did. They were not overly flavored, but they were like, you know, scones can be dry very easily. These were not at all. They were so fluffy and moist. Um, Mm. And the flavor was just really like, I don't even want to say subtle. It was just, it just was like, it just kind of ran lightly through the entirety of the, of the bread. Um, She had a lot of other fun things there. She has a loaf that, uh, reheats like a donut because it's like filled with like strawberry or something and coated with cinnamon sugar and she proves it and kneads it like a donut but cooks it into a loaf and then she's like you just cut a like long slice heat it up in your toaster oven or what have you or even in the microwave and it comes out like a gooey donut um, but I was like I have too many sweets at home and I'm on the verge of type 2 diabetes so I need to layoff of otherwise i'm just gonna eat this whole thing you know obviously i ended up getting the maple cream but um yeah those are the four ones i hit there you know you had uh lotties law-t's, um oh man i don't want to screw up what they stand for love always wins um she oh. makes these t-shirts and all kinds of gear um, and she does as much like charity work as she can in supporting causes. So she had some um, pride shirts, some autism shirts um, with like law on it. It's just kind of like a um, like the slogan is a good staple across a lot of different uh, entities, right? In that sense, like if you think of like you know, you want your loved one to get better or feel included or your community to feel included. Love always wins. And that's the law. And that's what she kept saying. And it was great. And I loved it. Um, you have this gentleman, I think it was Bob and his wife Flo, if I remember correctly. I think I threw it in a text somewhere. Um, he was promoting his book, Historical Moments, Military Contribution, Contributions of African-Americans, it was like a chronological following of the Buffalo soldiers, how they started and got their name and what they went through. And just, and it kind of expanded off of that. Um, I liked his, I like history a lot. My wife wasn't, it wasn't the easiest for her to get, but what we've learned together is that when you have these um, stories or lessons that follow kind of a chronological path, instead of like a, here's all the dates that happened on April 3rd in 1979. And you need to know all these things about all these different things on that day. Like that's just memorization. That doesn't really make a lot of sense in the long run. But if you have like a story of like the Buffalo soldiers, how they came to be, how that introduced African-Americans into the World War II military, which just goes all the way through World War II. Um, it follows like a dialogue that's like, this connects to that and that connects to this and this all makes sense rather than trying to memorize all of the presidents. I'm not going to try and screw myself and guess a, guess a number here. Um, but I think, I honestly think actually someone I was working with last night said their kid knows all 46 presidents and not only that knows like their likes and dislikes and stuff like that. That was a little side, oh note, a little intense. <laughs> and the last one I'll bring up is 
Black Cat White Dog Farm, and they had um, they had a fun little table. They had uh, microgreens. It was, I think, their main selling point. Uh, dude was talking me into the sunflower greens. They were only yeah. accepting cash or Venmo, which I, funnily enough, had neither um, or have neither. <laughs> um, but you have like he had like the radish greens, which are a little spicy, a little peppery, which are nice. He likes to add those on tacos. He was saying. Um, and then he had the sunflower microgreens, which he was like a little earthier. I was like, oh, that sounds like different. Like I wanted to try that out. Um, I think he had pea shoots and broccoli sprouts as well. Um, and then his son had a bunch of like 3D printed art on the side and like things that were like connected in chains. Um, there was a little uh, dachshund looking thing and a shark and stuff. And uh, yeah, he, it was a very specific type of 3D printing. I'm, I wouldn't do it justice trying to figure out I don't remember what it was there. Hmm. Um, but that was my event Wednesday night. You know, I think it was 4.30 to 7.30 it was running. I was there maybe around 5.30, 6 o'clock, and the uh, sun was out. It was still pretty warm, but they were on the grass. The tents had was set up with decent shade coverage to, the, to one another. And, um, I mean, it was, really, it, was, it was kind of on the smaller side of what I'm familiar with, um, but it was, you know, very accessible and uh, really cool. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, and I think we'll, we'll keep an eye. I've not been to the, the, the spruce market, uh, there in, in Manchester, but we'll add that to the list. Um, and, and if anyone's, say, I, that's even to say, I didn't even get into the cheesecake and the jewelry vendors. Like there was just even more going on the jerky guy. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that is the best thing about it. And maybe, um, you know, maybe what we can do uh, for next week is is um, even ahead of time mention where we're going and uh, you know and encourage others to to go out and, and uh, meet up. Um, I think a lot of these events are just great. Uh, of course, not everyone has time to to do all of that or figure it all out. So, um, if anyone has any other suggestions, uh, places to go, uh, let us know. We are going to be uh, we're working with right now to build out this collection of uh, information, uh, this guide, if you will. Um, I think Chris kind of alluded to some of that earlier. Uh, we were talking about dogs and pets and all of that. Um, just to make it a little easier to, to find things. And, and sometimes you have a, a, a vendor that you really want to try or someone says, oh, this is really, really good. But uh, as often you find out, you get to the same market and for whatever reason, uh, they might not be there You know that week um, or um, you know, whatever, whatever the schedules are. So, uh, you know, if you want to try, uh, ITAL and their, and their juice, um, you knowing where they are and, and when, um, is, is really important. So we're going to, we're, we're working to make that, um, really, really super easy, um, especially the, during the growing season. So stay tuned on that. Um, Chris, I, a pleasure as always, I know we'll be talking some more and hopefully we'll have you back, uh, next week. Excellent. Love to be back. Woohoo. All right. Have a great, have a great one. All right. You too. (laughs) Absolutely. Take care, Donald. Later. Thanks for having me.